0: Brandon Shepard is back full-time with the Outlaws, and we'll run through the full updated field. We've also got several news items, and we'll talk Tanner Holmes testing at Millbridge. Let's go. It's Wednesday, December 21st. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Right after I got done recording and posting yesterday's show, I hopped in the car and hustled up to Millbridge Speedway. I got an email while putting the show together from Tanner Holmes that he was going to be testing at Millbridge for the afternoon, getting some practice laps in before the Chili Bowl. Millbridge is only about 40 minutes from the house, so I grabbed my camera gear and headed up there. If you maybe missed it from before, I'm sponsoring Tanner at the Chili Bowl with Dirt Tracker, just some small support, but it's the first time we are sponsoring a race team, and I'm really excited about it. As the show grows, I want to try and find other ways to support the community like this. Got to hang out for like an hour, see Tanner make some laps in the Chad Boat car. I actually got to meet him face-to-face for the first time. It was a really neat opportunity to watch Tanner get comfortable. Uh, And these laps will be super valuable in his first uh, attempt at the Chili Bowl here in a few weeks. I got a couple of videos. Uh, I posted these to my Twitter account yesterday, but I wanted to share them on the show today. These are uh, shot with my new 360 camera that I used Um, at world finals that get some neat perspective so here's a couple of short videos from yesterday It was a little chilly out yesterday but uh he definitely got some laps in looked really sporty uh was impressed uh myself to see somebody who hadn't had really been in a midget before to to be as fast as he was right away and chad and his guys are bringing a bunch of cars to the tulsa shootout and then they'll turn right around and have eight midgets at the chili bowl so they're super busy right now getting every uh, everything ready to go and it's interesting with this uh kind of all of the little connections with uh with the steel and my support of tanner me and him are actually from the same area of oregon which i know i've mentioned before But he also drives an Outlaw cart for QRC, which is owned by Jimmy Elledge. Jimmy used to work in NASCAR. My dad actually worked with him in the past. Uh, We interviewed Chad Boat on Open Red a few years back, and I've actually changed tires for Chad when he was running some NASCAR stuff. So lots of connections around this one. Uh, Tanner has a little bit more Outlaw cart racing to do before Chili Bowl, and then we'll see him on Sunday, January 8th for that practice day. I don't have any plans right now to go to the Chili Bowl, but I'll definitely be watching from home. If you want to see more from that test day, keep an eye on Tanner's YouTube channels. I'm sure he'll have something posted soon about his day. All right. Yesterday on the show, I hinted at some late model news that was going to break yesterday, and it came out around 4 p.m. Eastern time with the announcement that Brandon Shepard and the new Shepard Riggs racing team utilizing Longhorn chassis will follow the World of Outlaws in 2023. Shepard is a four-time series champion and has 81 career outlaw wins but he actually ended up going full-time with Lucas last season in the Rocket house car. He said in the release from the team that they liked the flexibility available with the Outlaw schedule to run some races elsewhere, including other Crown Jewels and even some Summer Nationals shows. They had initially talked about waiting until Speed Weeks uh, was over to make a decision, but they changed their minds instead wanting a clear plan for the year right off the bat. So we'll see Shepard at Votto for the Wild West shootout January 7th through the 15th, and then the team will hustle to Florida to be ready to roll with the Outlaws on January 18th at Volusia. The 18th at Volusia is actually a practice day with racing starting on Thursday. So with the addition of Shepard, here is where we are right now for full-time Outlaws. On top of Shepard, we've got Tanner English, Max Blair, Boom Briggs, Chris Madden, Peyton Freeman, Nick Hoffman, Gordy Gundaker, Ryan Gustin, Brent Larson, Todd Cooney, and Missouri driver Dustin Walker, who's also just recently announced. That puts us at 12 drivers. Dennis Arb Jr. returning would be 13. We still don't know about the plans uh, for Tyler Bruning and teammate Shane Clanton. Those guys kind of were dual outlaws. Bruning did the first part of the season and then uh, Clanton finished out. Uh, So those guys were kind of both on the outlaw tour in 2022. And we don't know about the future for Josh Richards. So potentially maybe to add another car or two here to the outlaw field before the season starts. And some other late model news that came out this morning: the Flow Racing Night in America series is returning for the third year, and their schedule is out. Thirteen races from April 18th through uh, November 11th. Uh, Eleven that pay twenty-three thousand to win. One is twenty thousand to win, and the finale is fifty-four thousand to win. The tracks are Eldora, Brownstown, Spoon River, Lincoln, Marshalltown, Davenport, Florence, Fairbury, Tyler County, Four Eleven, Tri County, and Sonoya. They'll run in April and May. They'll then take a break for the summer and then return for the second half of the season in September. Champion gets $50,000 or $75,000 if they have perfect attendance. And again, except for the final weekend at Sonoya, all races are either on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, or Thursdays. Remember, this is kind of set to fit in between the national touring schedules for the late model guys. Jonathan Davenport was the inaugural champion in 2021, and Brandon Shepard bagged the title in 2022. A couple of other news bits for you today. Kyle Reinhardt will not return to full-time competition with the All-Stars in 2023. He'd run the previous two seasons, finishing eighth both years, driving for Jeff McCall and Wayne Quackenbush. Along the way, he bagged six top fives, 23 top tens, and had a win at Joliet in 2021. He found out late in the year that McCall was pulling back, so he's trying to put his own team together for next year. He told Jeremy Elliott that he's going to focus on Central PA and then maybe travel outside of the area if he can find more sponsorship and support. Also, Bernie Stubjian confirmed on Twitter last night that he and Scott Ronk will not continue with the Terre Haute action track in 2023. They, along with Reese O'Connor, took over promoting the track last season, but things went sideways later in the summer. The future for the facility is in doubt, especially with the fareboard torn on what to do. It's a shame because I know those guys sunk a ton of money into that facility making upgrades before 2022 happened. All right. Last night, we got the third straight week of David Gravel live streams. This one featured Rico Abreu as the guest. No bathroom trips during this show. Uh, That broke a two week streak and I failed this week to be controversial enough to get a mention. So we'll have to try again next week. Uh, There was nothing super groundbreaking in their conversation, uh, but lots of good stuff in there along the way. Rico did say he's planning on attempting all of the high limit shows uh, and running for the points. He'll also do a sizable World of Outlaws schedule. Uh, He said it will most likely start at Volusia in March. He did reiterate that he's not interested in running the full Outlaw schedule for the championship. For him, the freedom to race when and where they want is just too important. We do know that Rico will be at the Chili Bowl again this year. Uh, I know we had talked about that maybe being a question, but he will be back in a car for Keith Coons, and he's going to utilize a new number uh, with his car sporting the 24, just like his sprint car. Entry list at ChiliBowl.com has not been updated yet to reflect Rico's attendance, uh, but I'm sure that will happen very soon. You can watch the video with Rico over on Gravel's YouTube channel if you would like to do that today. I've got more shop photos to share uh, from show watchers. The first couple here are from Legends Car Racers, Kale Mabin and Kale Riggs. Kale Mabin runs on dirt in Ohio uh, with his Legends cars. Looks like he's got a few in the shop there. I know the photos here are a little bit small. Uh, Kale Riggs runs at Vado Speedway Park in New Mexico. He's 15 years old. Has been racing for a couple of years. Uh, Legends cars pretty popular uh, in some different places around the country. They can be raced on all sorts of racetracks. Uh, usually use a motorcycle engine, but y- you've seen these cars on paved ovals. You've seen them on dirt ovals. You can use them on on road courses, all kinds of stuff. And actually the Legend's big main shop is actually not located far from Charlotte Motor Speedway and where I sit right now. My other shop photo here is from Chris Dolak, who does marketing and communications for the World Racing Group and World of Outlaws. Dolak's son, Tyler, has run outlaw carts at Millbridge and places like English Creek near Knoxville. Uh, they have lately transitioned to some more pavement stuff uh, out at the GoPro Motorplex in uh, Mooresville, North Carolina. If you have your own shot photos to share, you can send them to me via DMs or social media um, or at info at dirttracker.com. Uh, just a couple of new podcast episodes out this week. The Dirt Nerds are talking the Eldora Million. Dirt Tracks and Rib also has Rico Abreu. And Hoagie's Garage has Gordy Vogelar and Micah Slendy. To see the full list of shows and episodes, head over to dirttracker.com slash podcasts. And it's again, uh, quiet on the streaming front with just Flow Racing 24-7 and Dirt Vision now on the schedule today. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. All right, that's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Wednesday. Uh, We'll be back here tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.